0: Hello, I'm John Eldridge, and welcome to the Ransomed Heart audio podcast. For more information on Ransomed Heart Ministries, our resources, and events, please visit us online at www.ransomedheart.com.
1: Brotherhood. What is it? How do you foster it, nourish it? Those are good questions. I mean, we long to be a part of a company of men. This is Craig McConnell. At a recent men's conference, Morgan, John, Bart, and I were asked the question on brotherhood. And what you're going to hear here on this podcast is our response to that question. hope it encourages you. Brotherhood.
0: Brotherhood. How do you preserve it? How do you preserve it? How do you protect it? How important
2: is it to you? Yeah, I'd I'd say it's probably one of the two or three most important things in my life. Um, And the short answer is you have to fight for it um, because it it is so freaking opposed in so many ways. Um, but I find so much life there and it gives me life. And hopefully I give some life in that and it helps sustain me in my marriage because it's, it's, it's you guys that I go to that help me in those dark moments Mm -hmm. and can see me on those days when you say, Hey, you're riding a little low in the water. What's going on today? I would perish without that. (laughs) (laughs) So it's vital. And how do you protect it? Um, how do you preserve it? Well, I, I think I have to just stay with it um, and live in it. And, again, I, you, you have to fight to live in it. Uh, I mean, it just it kind of comes back to that. I mean, all of those are mm-hmm. kind of connected with right, each other. Right, they
0: are. Yep. Yeah. Yep.
3: Yeah, John, I'd say um, it is so fiercely opposed I mean, it's just one of the top categories that's so hard to fight for. And there's every excuse in the book, and and I'm guilty of it, but I would say that um, it's by having an unbalanced life. I turned 30, sought counsel from a bunch of older men about the decade, and one of the guys spoke really well. It's my life to say, the goal isn't a balanced life, but it's unbalanced life, mm. erring on the side of what are your priorities and mm. realizing that they will cost you. Mm. And it's really helped me because I have a couple men that are also in their 30s, young kids, busy jobs, and um, it sacrifice my time. It's late nights, you know, hanging out. It's early mornings, sacrifice my money through gifts and different time activities out. Sacrifice money, time. Um, sacrifice my solitude by inviting those guys mm-hmm. into my workouts when that's really a treasured time. But, hey, that's the slot I have. So mm-hmm. invite those guys to come with me for the bike ride, for the run. Um, so it's, it's acknowledging that it's sacrificial every step of the way.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's fascinating that you say it's one of the most fiercely opposed things mm-hmm. in your life. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. And one of the most desperately needed. Absolutely desperately needed. How do you fight for it? How do you preserve it?
1: Yeah, boy. You know, there's two things I'm struck by when in you asking that. One is um, gosh, the sense of just wanting you guys and others that I count as brothers to know how much I appreciate this. Mm-hmm. And then I, I think I would almost answer that the way you answered the marriage question, time. I mean... You have to. You guys know my routine. You have to go into your office. How are you mm-hmm. doing? You mm-hmm. have to kind of make the rounds. You have to. You have to be together. Whether it's watching basketball or praying fiercely over something right. in your life, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. time together mm. is essential. Mm. Mm. I don't claim to do either of
0: these two things well, but the thing that God has made so clear to me in this is I have to let go of my false self. Mm. My false self is the very thing that's in the way of brotherhood. Um, Oh, it just is. It sends all the wrong messages. It sends all the wrong signals. It's not offering the real me, and, and therefore I don't experience the real brotherhood while that's in the way, you know. And the other thing that God has just kept bringing me back to is love. I'm speaking now as, for myself, but I've, I've observed this to be true for others as well. I think love for a man feels foolish. It feels like the most unproductive, vulnerable, unpredictable, unmanageable um, accessory to life. It just feels like there are so many other things that are far more compelling, reasonable, worthy, safe, and I'm just so aware of I fight love. I fight against it. I'm great at warfare. I'm great at, at busyness. I'm I'm great at courage. I think I'm pretty good at sacrifice. I think I suck at love. And I think it's because I fear it. Mm. I fear it. It's way too vulnerable. It's way too out there. And yet it's the very thing. Mm. What else is there? Mm. Mm. I mean, come on. What else is there? And with Stacy, you know, men drive for efficiency. Mm. Men drive for productivity. right? And then God says, love, Mm. love. And for me, that's, that's sure what preserves brotherhood for me, in my experience. John, on the false self and just how that gets in the way, can you give
3: an example of just what that looks like for you?
0: Oh, well, uh, my false self is I don't need anything and I don't need anyone. And so, I mean, like, yeah, let me try and think of a number of immediate examples. Today, we're sitting up in, the, in our lodge and we're praying and we're talking about the evening, the afternoon, where we're going tomorrow, that kind of thing and I'm getting hit with warfare, I can feel it coming against me and I'm starting to get this pressure on my head and I'm starting to feel very discouraged and accused, what I would normally do is pray against that myself. I wouldn't admit that I'm going down and I wouldn't ask for help with it. So for me to repent is to stop and say, I need some help. Mm-hmm. I need some help. So I'm not sending the message, I don't need anyone. Mm-hmm. I don't need anything. You know. Um, and then I think oh, just opening up, Just the efficiency Mm -hmm. thing, you know, when you do ask me how I'm doing, there's a choice Mm -hmm. immediately. Mm -hmm. And the choice is go for the quick answer so I can get back to what I'm doing. (laughs) Right? Right. Or open up. Mm -hmm. Uh, Open up and actually let you into Mm -hmm. my life.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, John, when I told that story about you losing Brent... I was, you know, I was just praying for you as I told that. I mean, before I went up there, but, you know, like I said, I I didn't know Brent, but I was around him enough that weekend to know there was something really deep between you two guys, Mm -hmm. because you guys have journeyed a long time. Mm -hmm. And that's what I want to fight for in you Mm -hmm. is, is to get back to that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's a choice to allow it. Yeah. For me, it's a choice to allow it. Right. You know? And it, it's a very conscious decision, you know. Yeah. Because otherwise I go to self-protection. Right. Right? But well, we're going to keep fighting. Yeah, thank, mm-hmm. you. thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Thanks for listening to this week's Ransomed Heart podcast. And again, if we can help you with resources, if you need more information about who we are and our message, please go to ransomheart.com or our iTunes store.